When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. I don't know if you realize it or not, but at the end of calendar year 2023, Dr. Joel Lauer, University Extension Corn Specialist, actually officially retired. I know, came as a surprise to me as well. He has been such a fixture of Wisconsin agriculture for so many years. I thought it'd be a good time to come on in and chat with us a little bit about what's the next chapter to hold in store for Dr. Joel Lauer. Joel, first of all, on behalf of not only corn growers, but all of us in Wisconsin agriculture, agribusiness, it has been just a real pleasure. I can't believe how the time has flown. How long were you with UW? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I was with UW 30 years. Holy man, see? Again, that feels like just yesterday for sure. So talk to me a little bit about uh, what uh, brought Joe Lauer to Wisconsin those 30 years ago. What, uh, what was your stage in life, and uh, what did you find first most attractive about the position or the state? Well, I came from the University of Wyoming. I had uh, been nine years uh, there working with every crop except corn, actually 24 different crops. And I really came to the University of, of Wisconsin because... Uh, really of the position. And not only that, but the extension system that we had at that time. It was, um, I think, head and, heads above all anything else in the country. And um, it was a nice mix between developing your own field research program and then spending a lot of time and a lot of meetings in the wintertime going around and sharing that information. And that really attracted me. I have, I've always considered myself more of a teacher than anything else, uh, primarily an extension. But but um, that's really what uh, kind of got me here. And um, and not only that, but our family is from Minnesota, so it was a little closer than Wyoming. But um, what really attracted me, though, was the the position and and the fact that University of Wisconsin Extension was so strong. What did we look like as a state when you came 30 years ago? Wisconsin corn production, our acres. I mean, people have to realize the technology, what we were doing with corn then is a far cry different than today. Well, we'd just come out of really the farm economic crisis of the 1980s. We'd had really four years uh, of the last six or eight years before then. We'd, we'd gone through major droughts in 1988 and 89, and then we had some really cool wet seasons in 92 and 93. And uh, we did have a few good years in there, but we'd, we'd really been st- struggling weather-wise as well as financially uh, during that time. And uh, so, you know, at the time, it was, um, it, it, it was just a real struggle uh, out there. I, and since that time, I kind of call it the demise of the red dairy barn and the rise of the granaries um, in, in throughout Wisconsin. We've seen the uh, dairies become much larger. They're not typically red dairy barns anymore, uh, and, and the dairies are larger. But the other thing that's happened is we've seen more and more grain bins around, around the state. When I, when I came, there weren't very many uh, here, and now there's a lot more cropping that is going on uh, among the the farms that are, are that are in the state. So over time, that's what's really changed. But at the time that I started, we were just kind of at the end of this uh, of the red dairy barn phase, if you will, of of the dairy industry here in Wisconsin. And then the industry started uh, really making pretty rapid advancements. You were part of those conversations uh, early on. I mean, I said BT corn was nothing we had heard of. Everybody was pretty 
alarmed and kind of keeping an eye on that type of technology. So just the sheer mind frame had to have been different on the producers you dealt with. Right. The uh, You know, we started off with tissue-cultured corn where we'd select uh, corn hybrids basically based on, on um, you know, how well the cells would do in a test tube with herbicides in it. So that was kind of tissue-culture-based. But in 1996, a couple of years after I came, uh, the bioengineered era really started with the release of BT corn borer traits. And that, since that time, uh, just navigating all of that uh, was a real challenge. I, we used to have kind of two core principles of selecting hybrids, but with the, uh, with the advent of the bioengineered era, we had to add a, I added three more to that just to help navigate uh, what was going on during that time. There was a lot of flux, a lot of changes, and the industry was probably spending as much time trying to incorporate those, those um, different transgenes into the hybrids as they were trying to keep the yield march going on that we see with corn. And, uh, and that's been a real struggle through this first 25 years of the bioengineered era. So when you saw yield results, now granted, like you said, you're coming from Wyoming. It's not like you were in the center of Iowa or something like that. But when you saw your first few years yield results, giving in mind the weather challenges, did you ever say to yourself, whoa, man, what did I get myself into? I got all these dairy cows around me. Um, there's these weather challenges where you still have snow on you know, the 15th of April, uh, f- a surprise frost. Father's Day weekend, and I remember having those kinds of conversations with you. Did you ever say to yourself, Joe Lauer, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, I've, I've oftentimes felt like I was in a hurricane and I was sitting in the <laughs> eye and just pulling in various things to kind of deal with. But actually coming from Wyoming, the agriculture out there where I was at was very intense, and we were producing very high yields at the time, 270, 250 bushels in, in 1994 because we had kind of unlimited water out there. So we did produce very good corn there, but coming to Wisconsin um, was really a big change in that uh, the, the bioengineered era was, was going on. And then the other big thing that was happening was the development of more and more corn silage in the, in the dairy rations. And through uh, the work of like Jim Coors and Randy Shaver, two people that I really, uh, uh, enjoyed working with and developing a corn silage evaluation program uh, was uh, a kind of a kept me really busy in those in those early in those early years and and you know now we're at the point where uh, you know it's kind of getting to the point where 200 bushel yield level is kind of average now but when I started that first year in 1994 we set a new record it was 141 bushels that was an 18 percent increase over the previous record. And uh, I thought, man, this might be kind of easy, but uh, it, hasn't, it hasn't worked that way. There's been a lot, of, a lot of challenges. A lot of them are weather because we are on the northern edge of the Corn Belt and, and weather influences uh, Wisconsin production a lot. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Joe Lauer, University Extension Corn Specialist, now retired officially as of the end of 2023 after 30 years of service, not only to Wisconsin corn growers, but as he points out, you collaborate with an awful lot of people when you're involved in uh, Wisconsin Extension work and Wisconsin agriculture in general. When you arrived, you not only had to deal with the campus atmosphere, 
uh, the university extension responsibilities. You also had to deal with Wisconsin corn growers, not just individually, but as a group. Tell me a little bit about your observations and what you see today when it comes to groups like the Wisconsin corn growers, even the Wisconsin soybean growers. Yeah, the um, it's been uh, very um, fun to watch them, the organization develop. Um, when we started, I think I think the membership is probably about the same, maybe down a little bit than when when we were there. Of course, if a number of farmers are now a little bit, but one of the big things that's happened is the corn growers have associations have really evolved into a premier uh, advocacy group for Wisconsin agriculture. And uh, when we started, we didn't have much. We didn't. We weren't able to have a lot in terms of checkoff dollars to work with and to hire staff and to do various programs. They were able to get that checkoff raised a little bit, but they were able to, with that then, hire good uh, executive officers to, uh, executive directors to basically shepherd the boards through various activities. And where we're at now with um, Nicole Wagner and, and, uh, and being able to uh, strategize and and get the be- best bang for the buck, if you will, of of the uh, checkoff dollars that come in. I think has been a real. Uh, it's been fun to watch, and and I think that uh, the corn boards are in, in a good place. They are working very hard to advocate not only state and local politics, but also nationally, and uh, and just adding their voice to to the uh, corn growers around the country. Well, and a perfect example of that evolution is the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. That was uh, nothing that existed when you first came here. Well, it was a pretty it was a pretty good uh, meeting that we had over in the over in the Marriott uh, uh, at one time, and uh, then we moved to the Atlanta Energy Center, and now being at the uh, at the Kalahari, it's it's uh, again one of the premier grower meetings that are held that's held around the state. And that's been fun to watch that develop too. And there's a lot of people involved with that. Yeah, you know, right. you can list a lot. You, you yourself have been involved with that. So yeah, not, not yeah. always because they wanted me to. Sometimes I just in there like a thistle. So now I, I don't want to uh, belabor this conversation too much, Joe, but now let's talk a little bit about the next phase. So you're officially done, but we'll see you around Wisconsin. And that's primarily just because uh, you and your wife are in the Wanakee area. Uh, family is... Scattered hither and, lo- and yon. What's the what's the short term play for Joe Lauer then? Well, the next few months, I've got I committed to a number of talks that I wanted to present around the Midwest and in Canada and in various places. So I'll finish finish that up, and I've committed to those. Uh, after that, we're looking at um, probably staying in the Madison Wanakee area, is where our home has been for uh, over thirty years now, and and. Uh, and so we're going to stay there for now, and uh, hopefully we'll have some time to visit uh, visit kids. And our kids are either in Washington D.C. or Seattle, and then also in Minneapolis, St. Paul. We had five children, and uh, so it's going to be fun to kind of get get to know them again as adults, and also welcome grandchildren. Right. So. Exactly. Again, Dr. Jolar, University Extension Corn Specialist, uh, soon emeritus, I guess we say, after they retire. And uh, But look for his face around, like we said. He'll be around Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo, I'm sure, and other events statewide. And I told Joe, the last thing I want to ask you, for all the years that I've known you, Joe, and we've had umpteen conversations, I can't uh, can't count, but of all the people in all the state of Wisconsin, if you can think of one thing, what 
one thing don't we know about Dr. Joe Lauer? <laughs> well, um, I think one thing you probably don't know is that I'm an avid biker, bicyclist, biker. I've uh, biked across Wisconsin, biked across Iowa, biked across the country uh, in, in uh, various times. Um, uh, usually it's kind of like two-week segments at a time. And so one of the things I'm going to do when I retire this year is uh, my brother and I are going to bike down the Pacific Coast. Um, he lives in Portland, and we're going to start in Vancouver and get as far south as we can, for sure, Northern California, but we're going to go keep on going eventually in another year or so. So you may not know that about me, but that's what I do. I usually bike into campus from Wanakee, and, um, and I've done that for a lot of years, but I'm a fair weather biker. I don't, if it's, if it's stormy out, I'll, I'll drive, but, uh, <laughs> I do like to do a lot of, I do like to bike, uh, around and there's a lot of places to do that yeah. in Wisconsin. Oh, and, no uh, wonder you and like I Madison. Enjoy, yeah. And I enjoy that. Wow. There we go. Something <laughs> I didn't know. That's for sure. Dr. Joe Lauer, again, our guest in studio, he has uh, retired after 30 years plus of dedicated service to not only Wisconsin corn growers, but I said of Wisconsin agribusiness. There are probably plenty of folks out there that are saying, oh, geez, we're going to miss Joe. There's more to come, I'm sure. And we'll carry that story, I'm sure, from uh, Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo, perhaps. Again, Dr. Joe Lauer, congratulations on 30 years of outstanding service. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.